Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and I've entitled today's morning briefing, Grace, Not Disgrace. I'm reading from 1 Corinthians 6, verses 1 through 8, and this is the New Revised Standard Version. When any of you has a ground of complaint against his fellow, does he dare to go to law before unrighteous men and not before God's dedicated people? Are you not aware that God's dedicated people will one day judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you unfit to deal with the smallest matters of judgment? Are you not aware that we will judge angels, let alone things which have to do with ordinary everyday life? If then you have questions of judgment which have to do with ordinary everyday life, put those who are of no consequence in the church in charge of them. It is to shame you that I speak. Do you go on like this because there is not a wise man among you who will be able to arbitrate between one brother and another? Must brother really go to law with brother and that before unbelievers? If it comes to that, there is a grave defect among you that you have court cases with each other at all. Why not rather submit to injury? Why not rather submit to being deprived of something? But you injure others and deprive others of things, and brothers at that. Well, good day, friends. Paul turns to address another problem that was marring the reputation of the Christian church in Corinth. They were filing lawsuits against one another. It is beneficial to know that this primarily affected the Greeks, because the Jews had their own courts allowed by the Roman government, preferring to settle things as those among family members. On the other hand, the Greeks loved the courts and even looked at them as an entertainment of a sort. From Paul's Jewish upbringing and training, though, it is easy to see why he found the behavior most inappropriate to be creeping into the church. Must brother really go to law with brother and that before unbelievers? Why would that matter, you say? To call another a Christian brother is to hold the gospel and the lordship of Jesus Christ in common. Jesus said all of the law could be summed up in two points. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. One does not love another as self if he is suing him. Now does he? Later, in the same letter to the Corinthians, Paul would write a whole chapter on the definition of love lived out, chapter 13. Love does not seek its own. That is to say, it is not selfish and does not demand its rights. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Or files a lawsuit in civil court. No, it doesn't. Love finds a way. And why not try a court case before an unbeliever? Most importantly, it brings shame to our Lord to have his children disobeying him and fighting it out in public court for all to see. It means their faith has failed them somehow. Secondarily, though, an outsider or unbeliever, by virtue of being out and un, does not share the same values the Christian Paul states that the humblest brother in the community would be a more suitable judge than a non-believer. Besides, if Christians are going to one day judge the world, which it says, Jesus himself in Matthew 19 verse 28, then surely they can handle a civil dispute. So then, is there no remedy when one is wronged by a Christian brother? 
Of course there is. Jesus gave us the best course of action now we chapter 5. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse by immorality or suing one another. Let's be a people who extend the same kind of grace we have been given. So, bring give grace. I've got a song for you here by Building 429. And if you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastormorning.com, go to Morning Briefings, and click on Grace, Not Disgrace. Pardon and cleanse